Welcome to the Sufficiently Social Podcast, your ultimate guide to all things social media and digital marketing, made exclusively for women entrepreneurs and creators. I'm your host, Alicia Noel, a corporate marketing pro turned six-figure entrepreneur. Join me as we unlock the potential of organic marketing through the magic of storytelling and captivating visuals. Get ready to empower your journey with the knowledge, tools, and insights to thrive in the dynamic world of social media and organic digital marketing. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur or a seasoned creator, the Sufficiently Social Podcast is your compass to stand out, thrive, and conquer the online realm. Okay, sis, are you ready to get sufficient? Welcome back to another episode of the Sufficiently Social Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Noel, and I'm so excited about what we're doing here to build out a truly engaged digital audience for you and your niche. Now, what I have thought about is many of you may be starting and have no idea what your niche is. So in this episode, we're going to tackle everything you need to know about finding your niche that you actually enjoy doing and that you love. Because there's no point in building an audience on social media and it's not one that you actually find joy and happiness in. So we're going to go through three parts today that I think will help you start to define that niche and make it easier for you to show up and show out in these social media streets. So take notes or save and download this podcast so you can come back to it later. And let's dive in. Now, before you start trying to just go posting on social media, posting on a blog, I want you to take a really critical self-assessment. Think about what are your passions? What are your hobbies? What are areas of strength in your life? You know, what do you actually love talking about? And what would happen if I came to you and I said, you have 30 minutes right now to present on any topic, but you have no time to prepare? What would you pick? Because that's probably something that you already know a lot about. And many of you are sitting there and you're saying, I don't know a lot about anything, but I promise you that you do. Whether it is you know a lot about being a mom and you're going to pick blogging about your life as a mom, or maybe you are really, really good at fishing. Like that's that was a hobby as a child, and you just know all the things about baiting and luring and the things I know nothing about, and you really enjoy fishing. That's a really great popular topic. There are so, so many topics I could go on and on. But especially if you are a want to plan this out as a business, I don't want you to plan a business that you're not going to love and enjoy. So many people are like, hey, you need to go into tech. And you're like, I hate technology. Why would I do that? Yes, it makes money, but why would I do that? I don't want to tell you, come be a social media marketing manager. I make a very good amount of money doing it, but it's because it's what I love and I spent time researching that. And so I want you to really reflect and say, what do I love doing? Do I love helping people? Do I love editing videos? Do I love going to the mall and shopping? Now, I know your your budget may not be a whole lot right now, but if you love going to the mall and shopping, why don't you go try on clothes every week? And maybe you don't buy them, but you're doing videos while you're trying them on. And so start thinking about that as a self-assessment and saying, hmm. These are the things I really love. 
And I want you to go ahead and take three journal prompts that I think will help you do this self-assessment. So the first one is, if I could pick to get paid to do and talk about anything for the rest of my life, it would be blank and then tell me why. The second journal prompt is, if money was not an issue, I would pursue blank and why. And the last one is, my happiest moments in life were when I was blank and why. Now, don't worry, I'm going to list these out in the show notes so you can easily copy and do them. But I want you to understand when you write these three things out, and I don't want it to just be, here's a couple of lines answers. I want you to truly think about it. And I want you to truly start saying, this is something I really enjoy. This is something I would love to talk about all the time. And it wouldn't matter if I was getting paid or not. And when you do that kind of self-reflection, it's going to allow for you to say, this is something I actually want to do. It's not something that someone else forced on me. Maybe you're all of a sudden a doctor, all of a sudden something. It's not forced. It is truly something you enjoy and you want to do. If you've noticed on my social media lately, I have been posting more prayers. I really enjoy praying for people and I am just allowing for the position that I am in to utilize that in whatever way and shape or form God wants to use it for me. And so I just want you to understand if there's something that you enjoy doing, you're being called to that for a reason. And it is okay if you think this is weird. I promise you that there are people in the world that will enjoy it as well. Maybe you do anime drawings. People really love those. Like, I don't want you to discredit and say, because maybe your hometown doesn't get on board with what you want to do, that there isn't a world full of billions of people, that some of those people are your people and they will get on board with it. And so I want you to do this self-assessment and really allow for yourself to start reflecting on, these are the topics that I enjoy, and these are the topics I want to be able to talk about and create content around. And once you do that, it does make your life easier picking that niche. Now, I will not tell you that you don't need to do step number two after you do step number one. (laughs) So you can't find this self-reflection and you're like, oh, I'm going to go and talk about woodwork. But then you don't do any market research to see what do people need to know about woodwork. And so the market research is the number two thing I want you to do because it's really going to help you start seeing what things are doing well in those spaces and topics. And then also it tells you what gaps or what communities are not being served. When I decided to go into social media marketing and teaching social media marketing to others, I really realized there weren't a lot of people who look like me that were doing this. Now, there's a lot who don't look like me that were doing this, but They were doing it in a way to target their ideal audience. And I knew that there were women, especially black women and minority women who needed someone that they could also see themselves in to teach them. We speak differently. We present ourselves differently. We give gratitude differently. And so when I realized that there was this gap, that allowed for me to then be able to go deeper in the research of what can I do to serve this community well. And so I don't ever want you to go in and say, 
I want to talk about shopping, but just because I want to be able to go to the mall all the time. Well, who are you looking to serve from this? Because that's going to be the most important piece in what you're doing on social media. You guys may hear me talk about serving a lot on this podcast, but that is because I truly believe if you start with serving others first, then your overflow comes. So let's get into doing this research. There are two sites that I really, really love that will help you do the research needed when you're going to build the audience, okay? The first one is Answer the Public. I have talked about this site a lot. Again, answerthepublic.com. And you are going to be able to use three topics a day before they try to charge you. And you're going to be able to enter and get information about those topics. So for instance, if you are someone who is a nurse looking to build out a brand online, you may ask and answer the public, what are people asking about, you know, visiting a doctor, knowing what to do when they see a nurse? There's tons of questions. And if you just enter a keyword, answer the public will show you a beautiful grid. It's actually a circle that will tell you all the different types of questions that people are asking about that subject. So for instance, for me, I would type in, you know, social media marketing. If you are an accountant, you can type in accounting. If you are a mom, maybe a toddler mom, you can type in toddler mom and it will allow for you to see what questions people are asking. So then you as a creator can answer the public. You can create the content that is answering the questions that people already have. And a lot of times we forget that people already have questions. Are we answering them? Now, the other side I like to use is called Quora. It's Q-U-O-R-A. And this lets you set up a feed where you can get updates around any different topics that you really want to see the same, what people are asking about. And it allows for you to just go in and get daily updates, which is what I love. So in social media marketing, I want to know when people are asking about reels glitches being down. I want to know when threads crashes. I want to know when Twitter becomes X. Those types of updates help keep me knowledgeable so that I can then inform my audience. And so you can choose this on a plethora of different topics. And so you want to be able to ask questions in Quora and then use the search feature. And this will just allow you, again, to become most knowledgeable when you are building out this niche and you're trying to decide what exactly you will talk about. So you can also go old school. I'm a big old school person. You will find that a lot about me in this podcast. While I love AI, I am also all for writing things down with a pen and paper. And so one of the things that I really like to do is I don't go every month, but maybe every other month, I go into a bookstore and I go to the magazine rack. And while I am there, I choose magazines that focus on topics that I know my audience would like. So for instance, if you're a mom, you might go in and pick up the parents magazine and you just thumb through it to see what are some articles they are writing about? What are some topics they are tackling in the magazine? Same thing for those of us that are entrepreneurs, those of us in the health space. There are tons of magazines that are already doing the heavy lifting for us because they do tons of market research to see exactly what it is that their audience wants to consume. And that's what they do before they publish an article, before they even start writing an article. 
they make sure that it's content people want to consume. So when you go thumbing through these magazines, you can get ideas for topics you can bring your own spin to. So for instance, if you see an article in Parents that's like three things to do with your kids this fall, great article, but you put your own spin on it. What are three things to do in your area with your kids this fall? And then you go record the content doing it. And so it all comes together to make a very beautiful niche strategy because now you're getting ideas on what people actually enjoy and what they're going to consume. The very last place I love, love, love to do market research is utilizing semi-niche Facebook groups. Facebook groups are so overlooked these days, but there is so much power in them. I bet right now, if you went to your Facebook, you would see you probably belong to 10 or more groups. Now, some of them may be old and outdated, but there are some that are still growing and flourishing every single day. I want to give a shout out to one that I really love right now. It's called Adulting 101. And one of my good dear friends, Nikki Bass, created this group. And it's got over 140,000 people in there. And they are asking questions that us as normal adults need to know. And so groups like that are great to ask questions or great to see what people are asking questions about. So for instance, I've seen people ask about, you know, I don't know what to do. We have a mortgage coming, our first mortgage payment coming up. And I thought that we were going to have a month delay. Like there are so many questions in this group that almost every niche could join it and just glean and learn from what people are asking. But on the flip side, you can also utilize those semi-niche groups. So for instance, moms, mom groups are the best. Those are going to tell you exactly what moms are asking questions about. Trying to conceive groups will tell you if you're in that you know, area of fertility and trying to conceive fitness groups. If you're looking to have a health page, you want to see what questions people are asking on fitness and weight loss. And then of course, for my entrepreneurs, please join those entrepreneur groups. Those are going to be asking questions about building a business, but you could even get more niche. For instance, I'm in like a women in marketing group. I'm in a marketing women in Atlanta group. I'm in a lot of marketing and social media management groups because those questions that come up in there help me as well. And so I want you guys to think about what groups that might be available for you and your audience that would really help you do the research to understand what issues they are having. So maybe you talk about gluten-free allergies and uh, gluten-free foods to help people with gluten allergies. I want you to understand there are groups that are made specifically for that. So go find those groups and go see what questions people are asking. So then you can create content that answers their questions. So you've done the research, you've done your own self-assessment. And now what I want you to do truly is go and experiment. I cannot tell you guys, there is nothing better than putting it out there and seeing what people receive. You are going to probably be in an experimentation phase for three to six months. And I need you to know that's okay. I need you to, if you're brand new and you have no research to go off of, I need you to test out content and I need you to see every month what's performing well, what got more likes and more shares, what got saves, what got engagement, what got people talking, commenting, sending you DMs. Those are the types of content that they need. And then you will adjust your plan to fit that need. We are not here 
to just create content for ourselves. That is the problem most businesses fall into is all they want to do is promote themselves, promote what they have to offer, but they never serve and they never share those true gems. When you change it up and you start experimenting by sharing a deep dive into a case study that you've done before on something, or you open it up and you start sharing, you know, why you hang your clothes with no longer plastic hangers, but you hang them with the velvet hangers. When you start sharing those kind of information with your audience, they start to get engaged and they start to feel like they are a part of your community. And so I don't want you to think that you can experiment for a week, two weeks, and then you give up. A lot of us do that. And that's not where I want you to fall. I want you to truly remember that your niche should be a balance between what you're passionate about and what your audience demands. You can't straddle this fence of let me just talk about what I'm passionate about and never look at what the demand is, what your audience needs. I want you to really care about your niche. If you pick a niche that you actually care about, you're more likely to follow through with that type of content. I love people who are open to pivot and just say, this is what I thought was going to be my niche and what I was thought I was going to talk about, but I've realized my community actually needs this. So be careful when you are picking this niche that you pick something that you can have a lasting longevity talking about and that you enjoy. If you do not enjoy it, creating content will be 10 times harder for you. And so I want you to find joy in creating content. I want you to find joy in the things you get to do each and every day, okay? I would love to be able to teach you how to incorporate these ideas and finding your niche. And I want you to come and join me in the Sufficiently Social Society. This is where I teach you everything deeper on a deeper strategy that we learn. And you can visit IamAliciaNoel.com slash society and you will get a special discount for being a listener. So go ahead and go check that out. It's $47 a month, but I promise you, you will be investing into a learning platform where you will get one-on-one experiences with me to talk through these tough topics. I know they're tough. It's hard picking a niche, but imagine being able to ask me directly what it is that you're thinking about being your niche and what type of pillars you're going to create to go with that. And if you don't know what pillars are, go ahead and go back and watch the episode of Finding and Growing on Instagram that will help you to be able to build out a true niche that will allow you to feel confident and feel very positive about what you're creating on social media. That's a wrap for another episode of the Sufficiently Social Podcast. I'm so grateful you tuned in. Be sure to like and rate the podcast and share it to your stories for a chance to win a one-on-one with me. Talk to you guys again soon. Sis, that's a wrap on another episode of the Sufficiently Social Podcast. If you've enjoyed all the gems being dropped, don't forget to rate and like the podcast. Share this episode to your stories and tag me at I am Alicia Noel for a chance to be featured. As always, don't forget, His grace is sufficient for you and all your wildest dreams.